Hello and welcome back to the Literally Just Me podcast. I'm your host, Janae. So this episode, I wanted to take a quick break from rewatching Instant Star to do some kind of quick hit reviews on some TV shows I've watched recently. So the three shows that I've chosen are Easy, Friends from College, and Good Girls. So I wanted to just break down things that I liked about these shows, what did I not like about these shows, and would I personally recommend them to someone else. So just to jump right into it, the first show I'll start with is Easy. So you can find it on Netflix. I believe it was a Netflix original. It is an anthology, so it's one of those shows you don't have to devote a lot of time into watching it. Like you can easily pick and choose which episodes you want to watch, whatever suits you. But also on that same note, there are three that I can think of. There are three storylines that actually do get continued throughout the show. So there are three seasons of the show. Each season has eight or nine episodes. So not a huge time commitment if you wanted to watch everything. But again, it's an anthology, so pick and choose whatever you want. Easy. The premise is like each of these episodes delves into relationships between different people. Usually the relationships are romantic, but there are some family dynamic episodes in there too. So some of the cast, you get people like Dave Franco, Elizabeth Reeser, I think that's how you say her name, um, Aubrey Plaza, Jake Johnson, Mark Marin. list goes on and on. If you're the type of person who needs their entertainment, be it a TV show, a movie, to be very action-packed, very um, plot-driven, then this really isn't going to be the show for you. The show is very dialogue-heavy. A lot of what you see is very nuanced interaction between like different people. For instance, there's one episode, the episode that Aubrey Plaza is in. Literally, like the plot of the episode is that someone in this very affluent neighborhood has been going around and stealing packages. And so there's a lot of discussion between the people in this neighborhood. So there's like um, general... <laughs> how should I say this? general kind of like stuck up snobbiness of rich people and like how they talk about these package thieves. Ari Plaza's character is kind of the more like empathetic of the group. Like she thinks, well, maybe these people who are stealing packages, like they really don't have anything. Like I just ordered some widgets that I don't really need. Like I, it's not a big deal that people steal. Like obviously it's not good, but we don't need to be all up in arms about it. And so that very simple, straightforward plot of there's a package thief in the neighborhood. Like, those are the types of things that the show is kind of dealing with uh, episode in, episode out. And again, there's more like romantic slant to it than that. That's the simplistic content that you'll get with the show. So it's very easy watching. It's a good show to like put on and like have a drink and just relax. Personally, I would recommend this show to watch. The next show we have is Friends from College which is another Netflix original. So this show was a bit disappointing for the cast, if I am being honest. The premise of the show is it follows six friends from college, obviously. Uh, they all live in New York. They're a pretty diverse friend group. You have the trust fund baby. You have the friend who went to college, but now kind of just like works odd jobs. 
two people within this group of friends are married. So that's Keegan-Michael Key's character and Kobe Smulders' character. Those two are married. But the inciting incident for the show is that Keegan-Michael Key's character is having an affair with someone else in the group of friends. The character is played by actress um, Annie Paris. So that is sort of the drama that the show revolves around. We also have Fred Savage and his fiancée, Billy Eichner. Billy doesn't make a ton of appearances, but Fred's in most of the episodes. Again, this is more of a dialogue-driven show versus a plot-driven show, but it is a standard sitcom, so there is continuity compared to Easy, which is like a true anthology. So again, I will caution that if you need like a lot of action, a lot of plot every episode, this probably isn't going to be the show for you. This show has less romantic focus than Easy, but is still fairly concerned with romantic relationships. But also the dynamic within the six friends plays a big role throughout the show. So what I liked about the show were the character performances. Like I said, the cast is very strong. Scenes that were written to be funny made me laugh. Scenes that were meant to be more dramatic, you know, made me feel appropriately. I felt sad, felt kind of introspective. I think the actors did a great job. What I didn't like was that I just don't think the show was written that well. And I think a common criticism of some shows in general is like, oh, the characters were written to be so unlikable. I can't, I can't root for them. And that personally has never dissuaded me from watching a TV show. I mean, the show is meant to be realistic (laughs) and people in real life are unlikable. They can be at times. That's not their whole uh, personality, but you know what I mean? All that to say that these characters frequently are unlikable, but that didn't irritate me. And irritate's kind of a strong word, but it didn't irritate me as much as I don't know how to describe it. So the inciting incident that I mentioned earlier, the affair between the two friends, that doesn't get hashed out until the season finale. Uh, Each season is like eight episodes long, so not a huge time commitment if you want to watch, Uh, but each episode is an hour versus 30 minutes, so take that into consideration. So we don't figure out the affair, or at least the characters affected by the affair don't figure out until the season finale. Uh, So the whole season finale is just like a shit show. (laughs) The next season, season two, which is also the last season, (laughs) the show was not picked up by Netflix for a third season. So there's only 16 episodes for you to watch if you choose to watch. So the second season, we spend the next eight episodes repairing the relationship between Keegan-Michael Key's character and Kobe Smulders' character, amidst other plot lines too. But The show just seemed to be on the pattern of break everything in the season finale, spend the next season fixing it. (laughs) Some of the other plot lines that got intertwined within the season, you were just kind of waiting to see like what the resolution was. So actually, to put it pretty concisely, I think my issue with the show is that it utilizes my least favorite plot device ever, which is two characters have a misunderstanding or they have a problem that would be solved in its entirety by just sitting down and talking. The conversation that needs to happen is going to be uncomfortable, obviously. It's going to be hard for both sides to have this conversation, but it just needs to happen. There needs to be communication. And so Friends from College utilizes the, 
we'll just have these characters avoid each other until we need for them to meet to have the climax, to have the resolution. And that is the worst plot device. I can't stand it because it's literally just avoidance. Like, let's just not have these two characters talk. They'll make like mean faces from each other across the room. They'll talk badly about each other to someone else, but we won't have them talk. And that is so irritating to me. And it's used quite a bit in this series. So that's it. I've pinpointed what my issue is <laughs> with this series. I just had to talk it out. So all that being said, would I recommend the show? Personally, I would not. I know some people with with series, especially if there's only like a couple seasons and there's no like continuation, they don't feel uh, motivated to watch very short shows anyway. So that makes sense from that perspective. I'm not really someone who prescribes to that idea, but I get it. So there are only 16 episodes if you wanted to watch. But again, I didn't care for it a ton. It is pretty easy watching, dialogue driven more so than plot driven. It's a good show to relax and like watch with friends, but not personally recommended by me. So the last show we have is Good Girls. So this show can be seen on NBC, I believe, but also is available on Hulu. Let me double check that. Okay, it's on Netflix. That's where I watched it. So the show Good Girls follows three women who have run into financial troubles. And so they decide to rob a grocery store. (laughs) One of these women, who is played by Mae Whitman, she works at this grocery store. And so she knows the ins and outs. She knows all the logistics of the store. So she has the idea, hey, let's just take money from the safe. Um, But the actual women go through like a full-on robbery plot to take this money. They have a stick up at the grocery store while customers are inside, that sort of thing. So what did I like about the show? I think, again, there were solid character performances. Um, So you have Mae Whitman, like I mentioned, uh, who plays a sister to Christina Hendricks's character. And then we also have Retta. Those are the three women in the plot. And then these women get um, entangled with a character named Rio. He's played by Manny Montana. He's very suave. He plays his role of being like a charming, but also kind of cutthroat, uh, like ringleader very well. So good character performances, but now what did I not like about the show? (laughs) So as I mentioned, the inciting incident, the very first episode, these women rob a grocery store, which in the first place, you have to suspend your disbelief by quite a bit to believe that this would happen and that they wouldn't get caught. In subsequent episodes, there are like little inklings and little rumblings where they get close to being caught, but then those all get thwarted. They never get found out. Um, That's not true. I actually don't know if they ever get found out for the grocery store, which is because I stopped watching the show. (laughs) So I cannot confidently say whether or not they ever were implicated for this. Uh, All that to say that these women robbed the grocery store because of financial problems. So as the show progresses there are different financial problems that come into light. And so what I didn't like and why I stopped watching was when the goal, when the plot is all about acquiring money, when does it stop? When is it enough? And maybe this show is actually a very well thought out criticism of capitalism. (laughs) And my pea brain is just now piecing it together. But so like I said, the characters encounter other financial problems during the show 
But there's also an episode where they just take the money that they've earned illegally and they spend it on things they want. So like Christina Hendricks, I think, buys like a necklace. Uh, Mae Whitman's character buys a car. I forget what Reddit buys. So it's that sort of thing where I felt like the show was becoming like a very cyclical, here's a problem and here's how we get money. Here's a problem. Here's how we get money. And we were just going into that loop quite a bit. There wasn't like an overarching goal, I didn't feel. So I didn't know where we were ending up. I didn't know where we were going. And I wasn't particularly, God, particularly interested in seeing where we we're going to end up because the show felt kind of aimless to me for that reason. So that's one, that's really the biggest reason that I didn't like the show. And maybe it's not so much that I didn't like the show, whereas I wasn't compelled to keep watching. I thought the show was fine. Something else that I didn't really care for is Mae Whitman's character is a single mother. Her uh, baby daddy she met in high school, I think. And they were high school sweethearts, but now he's married to like some kind of generic suburban woman <laughs> who's very like Stefford housewives Whereas uh, Mae Whitman's character, I think is Annie. Her character is more like free-spirited, does what she wants to, doesn't conform to people's rules type of thing. So eventually her and her baby daddy, ex-boyfriend have an affair. And so his relationship with his wife becomes tumultuous. But that plot line, I really could not care less about. <laughs> and that was recurring throughout the episodes, but boy, I couldn't care less. And I can't really pinpoint why I couldn't care. But yeah, it just wasn't super interesting to me. I was not a fan. The real tea is that I stopped watching after Beth, who was played by Christina Hendricks, and Rio after they had sex, because I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> the sexual tension was there from like the beginning scene where those characters were introduced. I was like, I know it's going to happen. Let me just stick around for the sex scene. How's it going to be? How, how hot is it going to be? And it was pretty sexy. It was, it was very sexy, actually. So yeah, that's about when I stopped watching. <laughs> oh, goodness. So overall, good girls. A plot-driven show. You know, there are a few monologues, quite a bit of character interaction and dialogue, but more so a plot-driven show than the other two that I've talked about in this episode. If you like heist plots, you'll probably enjoy this show. But again, for me personally, I did not feel compelled to keep watching the series. Um, I believe they finished season three, and there might be a season four incoming. So the show's still running, if you would like to watch it. Each episode is an hour long. I think each season had like 10 to 12 episodes, but I might be off on that. Um, so there's plenty of TV out there for you to watch, if you do want to watch it. But for me personally, I cannot recommend it. And obviously for each of these shows, like just because I recommend or don't recommend something, doesn't mean that you would or would not enjoy it. But hopefully this episode has given you maybe some ideas of things to watch if you haven't watched these already. Or maybe you want to reach out to me and say, uh, Janae, you're so wrong. Finish Good Girls, like it's so much better. <laughs> and maybe it does, you know. I am completely open to the idea that maybe it's just a show with a slow start. Or maybe you'll watch Friends from College and say, oh, these characters are so likable, they're so relatable. And hey, more power to you. But that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope to do more reviews like this in the future. 
it's nice to uh, take a break from the instant star rewatching. Also, if you enjoy the show and want to get in touch with me, I have my like contact information in the episode description. But also follow me on Instagram. It's Janae, J-A-N-A-E, does, D-O-E-S, if you were confused. <laughs> so follow me on Instagram, at Janae does. I'm also at Janae does on Twitter. And if you uh, want to email, you can email me at hello at Janae So again, thank you all so much. I will see you on the next episode.